Cuts it back. 40, 45, 50. He's off to the races. Down the left sideline. To the 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Aaron Jones. Oh, what a play. This is the Quick Slants Podcast. Welcome back, Packers fans, to Conference Championship Week and the Quick Slants Podcast at Game On Wisconsin. I am Jason Perona, Game On Wisconsin, Pulse of the Pack, and the Pack-A-Day Podcast. It is time for the Quick Slants Podcast, which means it's hump day. It's Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. We're almost there, folks. We're almost at Conference Championship Weekend. And this show is not going to be your typical format's not going to be a recap of the last game and what what to look for in the next game type of thing. This is a straight up gloat session and this is a notice to the Buccaneers, the Chiefs and the Bills of just who they are or might be facing soon. So that's what this show is going to be all about. And spoiler alert for those who look forward to some of the normal things that I do and each week and all of that good stuff. I will be doing at least one more show this week, and I'm going to have a guest. So stay tuned for that. But this is the regularly scheduled Quick Slant show on Wednesday. By now, we're over the Rams, right? We don't have to talk about that anymore. We've heard everything there is to know. The Rams are a non-factor. They are making vacation and golf reservations right now. Packers got bigger goals. Rams game is water well under the bridge. We're on to bigger and better things. So it's Packers-Buccaneers for the NFC title at Lambeau Field on Sunday afternoon. This is a dream matchup for the chance to go to a Super Bowl. Brady versus Rodgers. And I say it in that order because to me, the biggest name comes second in the bill, in the billing. Brady was once a second name guy. Now, he's an opening act. This is Aaron Rodgers' NFL. And he's about to show everyone why in this game. He's still playing great ball. I know, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, up-and-comer, Lamar Jackson, all that, all that good stuff, Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers is still playing some really good football. Then the Packers, Packers haven't been to the big game in 10 years. And then on the Bucs side of things, you've got the the – the team that resides in the Super Bowl host city has never played in the Super Bowl. So something's going to give, something's going to end at this in this situation here. You know, we heard so much leading up to the Rams game. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Brandon Staley, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones. The two teams, you know, the Rams, they hadn't faced each other in over two years. There was so much to talk about. How is this going to go? They're not familiar with each other. They don't know each other. The Bucs and the Packers just saw each other three months ago. And that matchup was one thing. But this game, this weekend, is a classic example of why the NFL is so much fun to watch. Because from one game to the next, they can be completely different animals. Nothing like what they were the first time. And this one on Sunday will be a different animal than the game we saw in October. It just will. You know, the, and, and if you think back to that Packers team in October, they were good. 
they were dialed in. They were playing good football. Hadn't lost yet. Beat the Saints on the road. Just took care of business in a major way against the Falcons on Monday Night Football. Got the Fal- got Dan Quinn fired. The Packers are three months wiser. They're three months richer. And this team, can they can just feel it. You just look at the body language on the field and the sidelines and the locker room. This Packers team has one goal and one goal alone. And that's the trophy. It's, it's called Title Town, and every so often the Packers have to remind the world why. They have to bring the Lombardi back home. Packers can take a huge step towards doing that goal this weekend. They beat the Buccaneers and handle business at home at Lambeau Field. Mid-20s, chance of snow. Typical January weather in northern Wisconsin. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who reside in southern Florida, will have to come up north and deal with it. Packers are in the best position on paper heading into conference championship weekend to advance to a Super Bowl since. Now, I'll go through my rationale because everyone's got their take on this whole thing. But, you know, as happy, not happy Gilmore, as Robbie Hart from The Wedding Singer said, I have a microphone and you don't, so you will listen to everything I have to say. You could pause it, turn it off, delete it, I guess. I say since 2007. If you believed in that 2007 team. Now, many of you are screaming 2010 right now. I know, they won the championship, right? But did we legitimately say to ourselves, the Bears have no chance at home? You know, I and let me just make one distinction here because a lot of people are saying, yes, I did. Okay, well... That's ultra-confident. Ultra-confident isn't the same as they should win or this is a massive failure in a conference championship game. 2010 was a wild-card team that needed all 17 weeks to qualify for the tournament, and then they just turned it on. Earned our respect along the way, and by the time they reached XLV, there were few doubts. I know, I get that. But going into conference championship weekend, I'm talking about the confidence level. I'm talking about the mojo. And if not the 2007 team, then you have to go back to 1996 if you want the last Packers team that was a one seed and hosted the NFC Championship. And that team was dominant in every phase. And there was just, they they had to, they, they, they needed to be, they were supposed to win. They had to win. It was a crime if they didn't win. That 96 team, absolutely. 2011, Packers were the one seed, but they didn't get to the NFC Championship game. So they don't qualify for this discussion. They didn't make it that far. This, and I guess I have to throw 2014 in there, but, you know, anytime you're going to Seattle, I never felt good about that matchup. I didn't even, I didn't even want to watch the game. I thought it was going to be a boat race. I was like, nothing good ever happens in Seattle. That fail Mary was the worst thing that could possibly happen in this field. I don't want to watch another game in Seattle. It's going to be boring. The Packers are going to lose. I don't want to sit through it. Little did I know the fail Mary would pale in comparison to what, has taken place on that field once the end of that day was over with. This 2020 Packers team is dialed the you-know-what in. They have tunnel vision. They will not be swayed, intimidated, or thrown off course. I mean, what you got? Tom Brady, bring it, old man. Had it been Drew Brees, 
Welcome to the frozen tundra, old boy. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Cool. Line up. Let's see what you got. It does not matter who you put across from this Packers team. They do what they do. They control the tempo. They dictate what's going on. And that is score a lot of points and win games. It's come up with big plays on defense and close it out. Game over. That's the identity of this 2020 Green Bay Packers. Good luck. So, yeah, I mean, you can look up all the stats, the trends, the tendencies, give me the PFF grades, the film study, historical matchups, simulations, the dumb good-for-nothing stats, like Tom Brady is 800-0 when playing a game on the third Sunday of the month following the third Saturday. None of those things mean a damn thing this week. This is Green Bay, Wisconsin, folks. And I will be there. I'll be in I'll be in town. And if anyone is in desperate need, I'm using my air quotes here, in desperate need of someone to take a ticket off their hands to this game, call me. My DMs are open. I'll pay. Let's talk. I am I'm dead serious. Hit me up. I can be had on this weekend. So to stay on brand with my realistic takes, and I haven't been as active on Twitter during games this season like I have in the past where you get that in-the-moment reaction and gripe session on Twitter and everybody gets all frustrated and I get muted and unfollowed and blocked and all that other stuff. I just, and it's funny, I'm being a hypocrite here because after I just made fun of the stupid stats, you know, that there's, there's one that keeps popping into my head that I can't get out of my mind. And it does not compare to um, to the, the situation that, that I'm going to compare to it. But in 1997, the Packers were back in the Super Bowl, second year in a row, facing the Denver Broncos. And they came in, the Packers came in with the NFC riding a 12-year winning streak in the Super Bowl. The NFC had won 12 straight Super Bowls, including Green Bay the year prior. They beat the Patriots. And the Packers lost to the Broncos. They allowed that trend to be broken. So, will the Packers? Can they? I mean, is it possible that they could allow the first host city team into a championship game? You know, are they going to allow Tom Brady to represent the NFC in a Super Bowl in his first season in the conference? After all those years in the AFC with New England? Are they going to let Brady get past Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau Field along the way? I mean, that just sounds criminal. And frankly, it is. This Packers team should not lose to these Buccaneers. As much as the Packers may not have belonged on the same field with them back in October, Devin White, go ahead and say it. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. The same should ring true for the Bucs this week in the bigger game, in the game that everyone will remember. I believe in any given Sunday. Any given Sunday is true. It's never truer than in the postseason. But the Packers have no business losing this game. It means too much. They've worked too hard. They've set up the perfect situation for themselves to make this happen. They're playing it at home. There'll be fans in the stands. It's going to be cold. They're the number one seed in the NFC. What more could they have going for them? They had a, they get an extra day's rest. 
going into this week. What more could they have going for them? They have no business losing this game. None. So the Packers will get to work today after an extra day's rest. Don't forget, Tampa, like I said, they played the last game of the weekend. The Packers played the first. They get, you know, an entire extra day. And they don't have to travel. I mean, that's got to count for something. So the Packers are back at practice, and we will soon get an update on how those sessions are going. We'll get updates on Kingsley Kiki, his recovery from the concussion, Chris Barnes, and whether he'll wear a club cast again. Packers are four quarters away from giving us two weeks of being giddy and just dying for the Super Bowl. And it's hump day. We're four days away. Or we're four sleeps, as my young son likes to describe time sometimes. Four sleeps. I'll keep it short this week. Get over to Game On Wisconsin. Tons of coverage leading up to the NFC Championship game. There's going to be another quick slants or two before this game kicks off. There's a lot going on. If there's something you want me to talk about, cover, ask, let me know. Answer. Send me questions. Send me topics. Send me ideas. Anything. Anything you guys want to hear or talk about, send it over. I'll work it into the show. This is for you. It's all about you. And I hope everyone's off to a great start this week. As I always say, and I'll talk to you very soon. Everybody stay warm and go Pack Go. Rodgers fakes the handoff. Quick throw right side. There's Devontae from right to left. Cutting left to the 50, to the 45, 40. Track down from behind. 